0: It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up. Hey, welcome, everybody. It's Another fine episode of Ears Up podcast. And we have a good show for you today because Beverly is camping and uh, she's calling in to talk to us about her camping experience. It's not Disney related. But that's right, Bev. Right, we we're talking about what to bring, camping and all that kind of stuff.
1: Well, sorry, that is exactly what we are talking about. Like uh, I'm talking in best bug spray, best uh, sunscreen, yeah, best sleeping bags, like best cooler. Everything.
0: Okay, all right, all right. I'm looking forward to it.
2: Very Disney. Nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Now Bev's going to talk to us about the history of Peter Pan's flight and i am excited about it i know bev's been working really hard on it and uh you know it's 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 one of those uh rides that you can't ever go on but you miss it (laughs) i don't know um we're also gonna be chatting with terrence because terrence just got back from the park yeah we'll hear about that but first and foremost we're gonna be chatting with our old friend tom amin tom welcome back to the show my friend
3: Thank you guys for having me. It's great to be here. Of course.
0: Yeah, the stars have finally aligned, and uh, we're getting you on. And you have a new album that I wanted to talk to you about a little bit.
3: Cool. I do. Another Disney album. And this one's a little different, but I really like it. I'm proud of it. What's different about it? Well, this one is for rest and relaxation. So basically, I wanted to do an album that you can put on when you go to sleep, when you want to study, when you just want to rest or close your eyes on a summer afternoon or something like that. It's all, but, but I wanted to do it with Disney music because I thought Mm -hmm. that might be kind of interesting, especially to take some of the faster songs and turn them into the slow meditative kind of music. Yeah. And, uh, that's what I thought would be kind of cool. And I wanted to make it long so it could last almost an hour. So I did 14 songs, Most classic Disney songs, rearrange them all to, you know, be very relaxing. Um, I thought it turned out well. The piano parts are really simple, small. There's not a lot of movement. Um, There's a few other instruments here and there, like a violin here and there, maybe a flute. But it's mainly piano, but it's real soft. And it's what they call felt piano, which is when you put a piece of felt in between the strings and the hammer. So it's got a really soft sound. And you kind of hear the hammer hitting the string. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's got a different sound as well, but I thought it turned out pretty well. I, I like it.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's right. I remember you talking when you were on last uh, about the felt piano, which was it sort of blew my mind. Like, what else do you do with that? You know, like like felt piano, you don't do a felt harp. I don't know. I feel like that's a, that's a cool way to sort of like modify a very traditional, obviously a very, yeah. very traditional uh, instrument and give it a, a different sound. It's like... Uh, jazz players using like the the wire brush you know mm-hmm. sliding that along the uh, the top not top hat no it's not top hat no, snare, snare drum. snare, snare drum yeah that's right. like the
3: snare yeah yeah it's very cool and i didn't realize it's actually really popular because if you go on spotify mm-hmm. and look for like relaxation piano most of it a lot of it is that felt very soft kind of piano sound it really is good for meditation or sleeping or studying so it's really popular
0: okay you want to hear uh you want to play a little song sure that'd be awesome all right let's 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 jump into one of these songs here okay Yeah. It's almost a uh, music box. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's like the, the resonance is gone I think a little mm-hmm. bit and it's sort of more of like a pure softer. Yeah. That's, that's what I've never heard this before.
3: Soft and subdued and it just puts you in a different space. Yeah. Plus remember I... the arrangements are really basic. It's very basic chords and stuff too.
2: Okay. Tom, I've, I've got to tell you, I've sang, this is baby mine. I've sang this song to my kids since they were born. This is oh. the best arrangement I've ever heard of that oh song. Oh, my God. Get
3: out of no, it. Thank you. That's oh, amazing. Thank you. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, I really appreciate that. That means a lot. That's awesome. Thank you. Terrence will cry. Oh, boy. Yeah, this <laughs> you should. Yeah, this, I put some violin on this as well. this song.
0: Yeah, it's, I, I want to sit and listen to the whole thing, but I can't.
3: I know. It's, the whole album is like this. I basically wanted to do something. For me, my vision is, it's a rainy afternoon. I'm going to lay on the couch for an hour, put on my headphones, and just close my eyes and listen to music, like relaxing mm-hmm. music. That's kind of what I was picturing in my head.
0: I could put this on and like and, and write, or yeah. you know, something like that, just sort of vibe out. You know, or, yeah, uh, that, that's, that's exactly what I, I could do this for. I definitely wind down music also.
3: Absolutely. Just
0: chilling, even the patio or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. very good. I like it. That's very, very cool, man. Thank you. That's very cool. I appreciate cool. that. What's the name of the new album? I forgot to ask. It's called
3: Magical Meditations.
0: Magical Meditations. <laughs> yeah. Apparently uh, some people in the chat have already been listening
3: to it. Awesome. That's yeah. great. That's Thank neat, you guys. Man. Yeah. I'm very pleased with it. Like, I'm really happy how it turned out. It's something I've wanted to do for a while because when I usually play, it's very elaborate and embellished and stuff, but I wanted to really just tone it down. And was that hard? Basics. Was
0: it hard to do for you?
3: It kind of is. Cause you have to get into that certain zone. Hmm. You know, it just has to be this certain zone with not a lot of elaboration, not a lot of frills and thrills, just really calm, relaxing, peaceful, Music And I thought, but how fun to have Disney melodies doing that, especially some of the faster songs on the album. I mean, slow down in yes. this, this pace, I think is kind of interesting. I do
0: sort of like songs that, that do, you know, your own interpretation of them and, and Disney songs definitely lend to that. But like listening to music mm-hmm. albums, like from bands or whatever, generally what I like is when bands cover songs from other bands and it sounds Similar to the original song. Like for me, that's fine. There's a lot of bands that don't do that. And it's like, I can't, I can't do it. But something about Disney songs, or maybe just classical sort of arrangements anyway, you can speed them up, slow them down, compress them, elongate them. And it still works out. And I don't know what that is.
3: It's a tribute to how well the songs are written Mm. and to how good those songwriters are. Because a good song, a lot of good songs, you can do that. You can make it slow. You can make it fast. Think about movie soundtracks. When you're listening to John Williams or a movie soundtrack, they write themes specifically so that at times when it's stressful and tense, you can play that theme in that mood. Or you could play yeah. it really soft and smooth or fast and catchy. Yeah, it's, it's cool.
0: Speaking of John Williams <laughs> in a roundabout way, I forgot to ask you on the last show, last time you were on, you worked with jj abrams
3: i well i Star played Wars. at his house for okay. some private parties i was just, played piano for his like he had okay i won't tell it's a long story but to it's make okay. it short yeah, yeah, yeah. i was i was hired by a piano company to play at a gig they didn't tell me what it was and i was like that's fine they gave me the address and i showed up and it was jj abrams house now oh, this man. happened. The first time it happened was still w- when lost was on TV oh. and I was a big lost fan. Yeah. So I didn't freak out or anything. Cause it's still someone's house and you have to be professional and do the job. Yeah. But the guy that hired me came over like 15 minutes into the gig. And he's like, I just have to tell you, this is JJ Abrams house. I said, well, I thought I saw him walking in here. And I thought that was him. And he says, he loves you. He thinks you're fantastic. And I was like, get, out and i said should i play the lost theme or is that stupid he's like no do it he'll love it so I, I played the lost theme and he came in and laughed us about they were he was just the coolest guy he and his wife katie were like the coolest down-to-earth people they were really neat wow it was really cool
0: that's cool it was fun yeah i would be like uh walking in the house going, <laughs> wow someone could really get lost in this house oh, gosh it's like an we island. Would do that. This is like your own private island here, Mr. <laughs> Abrams, isn't it?
3: <laughs> it was a-, a very nice house. It wasn't overdone though. It wasn't anything huge. It was just yeah. a really nice house and decor I think it was the holiday season. It was decorated just beautifully. Of course. And it, it was just to. a great, great time. It was one of the best gigs I ever had. Wow. Well
0: it sounds like it. How did he how did he put lens flares everywhere if it was real life? Like, that's right, what I exactly. <laughs> Everyone can no one can look at me directly. Look at me through this monitor. So I can lens flare.
3: That's a cool story, man. That's, uh, you know. That was cool.
0: Yeah, that it was cool. cool.
3: They invited me to come back for Christmas Eve. They were having a Christmas Eve party. They're like, would you come back and play Christmas Eve? So I was like, hell yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, we don't want to keep you from family. And I only had a sister that lives. There. I'm like, no, it's okay. I'll come play. <laughs> and it was really nice. It was just a great wow. time. That's cool. Time.
0: Yeah, that's like yeah, that's fun. a cool memory, man.
3: Uh, it's it a very cool memory.
0: Let's play another song Okay, off of your album here. A little tap, tap, tap. Mm hmm. It's a nice element. It's really nice.
4: Wow. I love
2: this. Thank
3: you. Literally, no one's ever said that about
2: Small World before. <laughs>
0: Ooh, the build-up here is nice. Like the little steps. Yeah. That's how I see it in my head. Oh, shit. I mean, shoot. I don't know how I'm going to cut that out.
3: Whoops. (laughs) A beep.
0: Over this beautiful music.
3: I thought if I could find a way to do this on um, this album, it would be really fun.
0: I just... How long does it take you, like for, for for this song in 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 particular, with Small World? Because it said, you know, you said that you you really wanted to try to do it and do it well, and uh, it sounds like that would be very complicated.
3: It took a little while. It took about a week because I really wanted to get the chords right. Their chords are pretty much the same, mm-hmm. but there's an instrumental in here, right? Changed it up a bit. It's coming up here. And then I just wanted to do that really kind of music boxy thing for this to make it unique, I, I guess.
0: Okay. That's the change you're talking about?
3: This is the instrumental part. Yeah. Good stuff. Then I love it. Into the, leading into the main theme. Game. Yeah. It was fun yeah. to do. I love how this turned out.
0: It's great, man. I just want to meditate now.
3: <laughs> hey, it's doing its job then. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's what it's there for.
0: I'm centering my downward sleep. dog or whatever. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's totally, this is all great news to me. That's what it's, that's what I did it for.
0: I love, I love hearing Disney music that is not overtly Disney, you know, and I and I feel like like a lot of Disney fans, maybe I'm going to speak for more of the fandom than I intend to, but uh, for me, I like Disney references, and and this sort of sounds like a Disney reference, even though it's not, it's a it's a it's the song that you're that you're repurposing or reimagining or whatever, but it doesn't it doesn't scream Disney. Okay. It's, it's, it's different and subtle in a way that it, it lives sort of on its own and then it's like oh yeah that's a Disney song and I, I think well, that's in my mind I, yeah. th- I think that's really that's very unique I like it
3: it's neat when when artists do that I, I, I know what you're saying I've, I've heard other arrangements of Disney stuff and like there's a couple of really cool jazz albums mm-hmm. like Disney jazz where they take the songs and make them real like true jazz it's really interesting it's awesome how they do that so I totally get it. This song, the Sherman brothers wrote originally slow, like it was supposed to be a slower piece. So it kind of works that way. We're just all used to it being in the ride. That's yeah. all that most of us ever hear it as. But I think in this kind of treatment, it's, it's
0: really nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do love it. I do love it. And you're absolutely right. You know, in, in the ride with the children singing and you're in right. that environment or whatever, it's, I don't know if it's jarring but it's different. It's a whole different
3: experience. Some people call it haunting. I've heard you <laughs> you either love it or hate it. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely.
1: It's not on the ride. It's not designed to make you relax and feel
3: no. no, no.
1: mellow. Uh-oh. Like it's you're supposed to get off the ride and be ready to go. Like right. you're, you're smiling, you're going to the world. Yeah, that's exactly. not the vibe here.
0: You're going to the exactly. world.
1: And you both... each each, yeah, you're you're going you're worlding. Yep. But, you're uh, worlding. Each each version serves a purpose and I think that you do it well.
3: Thank you. Thanks Beverly. I appreciate it. Yeah. I do. Um, how can people uh, buy your yeah. album? Tom. They can either they can go to my website tomaminemusic.com and it's right there on the front page and there's links where you could listen to it for free on Spotify or Apple Music or Amazon you can buy the mp3s on Apple Music and Amazon but it's all there on the website music.com you'll see the magical meditations album cover and i think it just says listen here click here and they can do it that way
0: all right you heard it guys tomamine music go buy the album
3: thank you guys wow. i'm very proud of this one i really like how it turned out and the song selection, I think, is interesting. There's two uh, songs from the parks on it. Horizons is on it from Epcot. Oh, Jeremy, I love uh, it's that. A, it's a yeah. small world, but then also um, energy. You make the world go round okay. is on there, too. Wow. So that's kind of fun.
0: That's fun stuff.
3: I love Thank it. Thank you, guys. Tom, Thank
0: I'm looking forward to hearing to the rest of the album, man. Thank you so much for coming back.
3: Thank on. you. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's always so fun to come on here. I love it.
0: Anytime. Anytime. I love it. All right. Thanks, brother. Thank We'll see you. All right. Thank All you, right. guys. We'll see you soon, okay? Bye. Yep.
3: Bye, Tom. All right. Bye, Beverly. Bye, Terrence.
1: Bye, Tom. <laughs> Bye.
0: That was cool. I like that music. It was good.
3: Yeah, it was
2: real, real good.
1: It was really good.
0: It was soothing. Speaking of soothing, Taryn is not here yet. So I think uh, Alice <laughs> has been a little weird today. Been a little emotional. Um, but <clears throat> that's all right. Let's rewind and go to the beginning of the show where I talk about find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. You send feedback to Taryn at ears up, Send show suggestions to Terrence at ears You can say hi.
1: I have never looked prettier
0: to Bev at ears. <laughs> <laughs> anything else comes to me? Uh, whatever. Um, you ears, <laughs> everybody. Disneyland is still open. Uh, they're, they're talking about opening more and more rides and all this kind of fun stuff. So, uh, there's no turning back now. So if you're going to go to the parks, use concy ears, buy your tickets through concy ears. If you're going to Disney world or just planning a vacation to Disneyland, or if you're just buying tickets or if you're doing anything, concy check them out. They will help you do all of the things that you either can't do or don't want to do making reservations, uh, figuring out what's happening, <laughs> you know what I mean? They do all that all that kind of stuff. So check them out com. and then again, of course, while you're in the parks and you want to go to a certain place or whatever, but you know you need a reservation like tomorrow Nana wants to sit down for lunch. Contiere's, you text uh, your contiere and they will they'll make a reservation for you. but you don't go have to have to go and wait on hold on the magical experience on the whatever and it's like, "Oh my god, get just give me something to do it." And concierge will definitely be that person for you. I thought I had feedback that I marked personally. Um, Well, I got an email from Donald and he says, hey, if you guys do a meetup uh, next month at 21st Amendment, be sure to talk about it on the pod first. Like, yep, I will definitely do that. So uh, we're we're talking, I don't know, maybe I'll get together with you guys um, on text or something and see what a good time would be. Or what a good date would be in a couple weeks or a month or something like that. <clears throat> but I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Um, let's see. Here's this one. Nope, that's not it. Okay, well, whatever. Look, we don't have any feedback. And I guess no news is good news. You can go to etsy.com slash shop coviers Buy a bunch of shirts and all that kind of fun stuff. My tie glasses are on the way. They were officially ordered last week. Nice. I'm excited about them. I can't wait to do it. Um, I got the cocktail recipe sent over to Matt. He's working on a a little insert card to get those printed up, pop them in there, ship out five or six boxes a day. So you guys will be, uh, you know, having it large with the new uh, ears up my tank glasses. I have a couple left from the amount that I ordered. So uh, you can still buy some. There's probably five or seven left. So not a whole lot. And uh, I will put those up, of course, on the Etsy store, um, you know, like that. So it'll be fun. Uh, Patreon rebalancing. This is happening starting August. I won't belabor the point because I've done it a couple times. And uh, so there you go. Rebalancing will happen. Um, I just recorded today. I recorded the Pyramid, the Eye, the Ears, where I talk about cars theories, car conspira- cars conspiracy theories, the cars universe, how are cars made, What's everybody doing? What's up with the car's pope? Implications thereof. Uh, and I like it. I think it's cool. I'm trying to, like, add some music to it. I don't know. We'll see. Are I... you
1: talking about Cars the movie? Cars or... the movie. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or vehicles. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> what's up very with ca- lost there. Yeah,
0: that was, that was my Jerry Seinfeld.
2: What about Holy what's crap, up with cars? Hey, there's a car pope. There's a car pope. <laughs> I
1: know.
0: There's a I, it has to be a Jesus. Cadillac, right? I don't know. but right. There's the, got to be a
2: Cars Jesus.
0: There's got to be a Cars Jesus. And so this, these are the things I talk about. These are the questions I ask to nobody in particular. Uh, did he turn water into oil?
2: Driving nails through his tires? Yeah, that, this is kind of crazy. Did they have tires back then? I can say that, Beverly. Don't make that
1: face. (laughs) I didn't realize I was on mute, but oh, my goodness. Uh,
0: OMG. Oh, yeah. It's, I don't know, fun stuff like that. Uh, And, you know, and there's there's some, like, solid, uh, you know, good conspiracy theories in there. So uh, I'll be posting that later this month for every patron, for at every level, uh, because you guys have been a lot of fun. So there is that. All right. Let me flip back to here. Bev, how you feeling? You all right? You doing good? You ready?
1: I'm, I'm good. I'm ready. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's do this first. <laughs> okay. Moon Boots IPA is the latest 21st Amendment beer release. A West Coast IPA brewed with strawberries and loaded with Azaka, Citra Cryo, and Mosaic Hops. Moon Boots IPA was designed and brewed by an all-woman team at 21st Amendment Brewery and in partnership with the Pink Boots Society, advocating for the advancement of women in the beverage industry. The label for Moon Boots IPA features the beer's creators envisioned as otherworldly beings and was commissioned by renowned Los Angeles-based animation artist Robin Eisenberg. Moon Boots IPA is a very limited release and available across the country at your favorite good beer shop, where 21st Amendment beer is sold. That's right. I dabbed a little bit for you guys, just in case you hey, want to Hey, can I say something up. real quick? Of course you can.
2: Okay, so if you're listening to this and you're a beer drinker, please don't be a jerk. There's a lot of stuff going on right now against uh, minorities and women in the brewing uh, world. Uh-huh. And please, please just don't, don't be a tool. Just don't be a tool. Be a good person because... It's it's good to be a good person. There, okay. I'm off my soapbox.
0: Do you want context or soapbox. just no context? No, just, be good. Be good people.
2: Just, no, there's a, there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of anti-black uh, stuff, anti-Asian stuff, and especially anti-women stuff and Me Too movement stuff going on right now, and um, it's just weird. It's a, a lot it of people dope. that I've known from the brewing world, I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that you were like that. And really, just yeah, dude, like yeah, for real. Just be a good person, please. Just be a good person. Yeah. And if you, if you're, yeah, just be a good person. Okay. That's
0: it. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, Speaking of good people, Beverly.
1: (gasps) Oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah. Since Taryn isn't here, why don't you go ahead and. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are we talking about? History of Peter Pan's flight, huh? Yes. All right. You're all ready for
1: history of Peter Pan's flight. Yeah, I had to balance my phone. Sorry, I think we're ready.
0: All right, let's go. I'm excited about it.
1: Okay. Is there too much glare there? Yeah. I'll suffer it through it. Doesn't
0: okay. it doesn't matter. Don't worry about the it video. Doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess that you're right. Yeah. I can look I would
0: rather well. you I would rather you read well than <laughs> not have glare good. on your glasses. <laughs> All right, go ahead, man.
1: I make good read. <laughs> um, okay. Nice. Today we're gonna be talking about one of the most polarizing rides at Disneyland peter pan's flight which coincidentally is actually my favorite ride in the park
0: yeah polarizing i feel like that's a bold statement already
1: i think it's a true statement i'll get to it okay um you better it's it's my favorite ride i love this ride and i want to say it's polarizing because people are like oh it's not worth it you shouldn't ride it the line is always too long well people in my opinion (laughs) yeah no not just only you oh, okay. my brother-in-law is the same way sam says that i think terrence has spoken that blaspheme at me yeah. in the past what about peter Pan um, being
2: not good enough for how long the, the line is yeah correct 100 you should get to write it at least three times if you wait in that line. that true for 30 minutes <clears throat> absolutely oh, go on and, and, and then you have story. the
1: crazies like me who are like it's fantastic and i'll wait i mean to an extent i won't get in it if it's longer than 40 minutes because that's stupid i think it's long for a reason Every time I ride it, I am personally transported back to my first visit to Disneyland with my mom. I remember looking over the side of the pirate ship, looking down at London, flying through the stars. And when I ride it as an adult, I feel like that kid again. And this memory makes me really happy. And it's for that reason that I will continue to wait in line and continue to ride it. Because no other ride at Disneyland has ever made me feel that way. Nice. Now that's, that's the end. That's, the, <laughs> that's, that's the my his- personal history. <laughs> that's right. No, you don't
0: understand. It's not your history. It's the history of the ride.
1: Oh, I did the assignment wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so Peter Pan is one of the few remaining attractions that was in operation on Disneyland's opening day in 1955. While the ride itself still stands the entire concept was reimagined in 1983 when Fantasyland was revamped. But we'll get to that in a little, a little bit later. Disneyland, as we have mentioned before on this show, was built in just over a year, which is pretty astounding. In order to make that insane feat come to fruition, Walt had his team of animators trade their brushes and pencils for slide rulers and shovels. <laughs> While many of the Imagineers were busy putting the final touches on the park... A team of Imagineers were actually building a life-size working dark ride test track at Burbank, at the, I'm sorry, at the Burbank studios to see if their efforts and the laws of science would all be able to come together. This test track was designed to have guests move through the scenes of the most recent Disney movie, Peter Pan, which was released two years earlier in 1953 from a suspended ship so that guests would feel as though they were flying. This was new technology at the time. They also utilized black light technology to ensue that the eight <laughs> guests felt as though they were taking a magical trip through the fanciful world of Neverland.
0: Black light technology. I love that. <laughs> it's a very good sales pitch. And now pitch. you
1: think of black light and you're like Ew.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're like, I'm it's creepy, yeah. Yeah. Either I'm gonna buy a pipe or I'm I'm gonna smell patchouli or both.
1: You're gonna you're okay. gonna catch something. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um so before they decided on ships. Excuse me. The original idea was actually to have guests fly through the ride on Peter Pan's back because originally the idea behind the attraction was for guests to fly through the ride as if they were Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. Now, unfortunately, the guests didn't really catch on to that concept. Um, So they were often left wondering why Peter Pan wasn't in the ride that was named for him. Like many rides at the Disneyland parks, There have been several iterations of Peter Pan, but as time has passed, small things have been changed here and there. When the ride debuted on opening day in 1955, it was the shortest iteration with the least amount of animatronics. At this time, the queue for the ride was mostly located outdoors, and the exterior resembled a medieval fair, like the entirety of Fantasyland, which was Hmm. terrible. (laughs) Personal opinion. Sorry if you love it. Sure. Sorry, not sorry. Now from what I can gather, Peter Pan, The Darlings, The Lost Boys, and The Indians with the exception of should I call them Indians or Native Americans? Native
0: indigenous peoples, Native, Native Americans? Yeah. The natives. Native
2: Americans.
1: Yeah. Well, they're not American. Whatever. Oh, good.
0: Matter. No, she I mean, that's a good point because they're in really England. good point. So, they're where, natives. They're native, yes, the native peoples.
1: The native peoples. So, let me start that over. From okay. what I can All gather, right. Peter Pan, the Darlings, the Lost Boys, and the Natives, with the exception of Tiger Lily, did not appear in the first iteration of this ride whatsoever, which Makes me not surprised that people were confused. Like, what the heck am I doing? Well, it is funny because,
0: because they're, you know, as, as good as they were at storytelling in the 50s, you know, Disney, it's a whole different, complex way to tell a story. And so they sure. had to learn all about it all over again. So I, I, th- I find that really fascinating. Like, we're just going to, we're figuring this out. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? We think of Disney as like, oh, they're perfect and they're excellent and they know exactly what they're doing. And why didn't they do this? How silly. But also, they just, they didn't know.
1: Mm-hmm. right yeah so actually peter pan wasn't added to the ride until the 1983 update of Fantasyland. so that ride lasted for 28 years without peter pan
0: wow. being in it Bless.
1: it's crazy. just crazy yeah um so as i mentioned the ride has gone through several iterations in the past but they followed the same basic storyline since the beginning um now the guests would enter the darling children's nursery Uh, But apparently, the children originally weren't there. You would then sail slash fly over London, which actually the London scene is the one thing that hasn't changed much. It's pretty much stayed this with, you know, improvements here and there to make it look better, but that whole concept has stayed the same. Um, And then you'd fly to Neverland, which was only seen from an aerial perspective. So you didn't like go down and swoop around, it was all just, it was all aerial. And then finally, you would fly into skull rock wow now, everything i read said said the word into not not through or around or over into skull rock hmm. where then you would hear captain hook uh ordering mr speed to shoot down the riders okay that were passing by Sounds and, cool. and that would be the and the ride would conclude after that with the tiktok croc just staring at you as you passed by <laughs> as you entered doors that look like a waterfall
0: hell yeah <clears throat> that sounds and, amazing,
1: and that, was, and that was the original Peter Pan, which is I, wow. I love I these love amazing.
0: I love these like harsh, uh, these harsh like endings that these old rides had. You know, like Snow White, They're so great, right? This it's thing like where Snow just White
1: like, where it's like everything's happening. Oh, it's over.
0: Yeah, or even like Alice in Wonderland to a certain extent. We're like, here's the explosion of the cake, and then you're just uh, that's it. Okay, cool. Now mm-hmm. what happens? Uh, yeah, dark rides. I think you know what I wonder. We should put together, like, a list of what makes a dark ride. It has to have an abrupt ending. An abrupt and awkward right.
1: ending. <laughs> abrupt, awkward, and, <laughs> like, it's, it's almost kind of like, um it's almost like they sort of followed, they did it better, obviously, but uh, The Little Mermaid is very similar, where it's like, everything's great, everything's great. Oh, Ursula has a boat sticking out of her stomach, and they're married. <laughs> yeah. And they kiss. <laughs> anyway so this was the original ride and i have to say i understand why the guests were confused like you're in a nursery but there are no kids right and then you're flying over london and then you're (laughs) in skull rock and then captain hook is shooting at you and it's it's all just really disjointed it's Mm kind of cool but like super disjointed yeah and now and as i said before like what's crazy to me is this is the storyline and the basic premise that this ride had for almost 30 years it didn't the 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 storyline didn't change, or the storyline, I guess, never changed, but the telling of the story rather didn't change until 1982.
0: Sure. Yeah. So 30 I know years
1: you of that mess. A drastically reimagined version of Peter Pan's flight debuted in May of 1983. This version of the attraction is pretty much the same ride that exists today. Again, some small changes have been made to improve the ride, but the storyline has stayed the same. In the new ride, guests depart the loading station. But before entering the actual ride building, you fly over the rooftops of London, which already makes more sense. audio, audio animatronic version of the darlings were added uh, to the nursery scene. And as you're entering the nursery the nursery scene, you pass Nana, the Saint Bernard dog. Mm-hmm. And as you as you pass her, you'll see some blocks stacked up near her. And they actually spell out D one S N three Y. Disney. Which is Disney.
0: I don't like it. I don't like it.
1: (laughs) It's true. I watched a ride through to make sure. Uh, And you hear Peter Pan say, come on, everybody, here we go. At this point, the ship flies out of the nursery window. Uh, Once you leave the nursery, you then, of course, fly over London, which, as I mentioned earlier, has pretty much stayed the same since the 1950s. You then go past the second star on the right and straight on till morning to reach Neverland. Once you're there, you pass some of Neverland's most famous landmarks, including the Native Village, a glowing volcano, the Loft Boys Camp, Mermaid Lagoon, Skull Rock, amongst others. Here, guests also have their first encounter with Captain Hook, Smee, Tiger Lily, and the Tick-Tock Part of the 1982 remodel, some of the scenes from the Florida ride were added to Disneyland. This includes the pirate ship deck where Peter Pan and Hook duel, On the tip of the ship's deck, this scene is where Wendy is on the plank. The ride concludes when Peter, at the helm of Hook's ship, along with the Darlings, were sailing for London and then a loud sound effect that implies pixie dust has been sprinkled. You then hear Captain Hook yelling for Smee while balancing on the jaws of the TikTok croc about to be eaten. Mm -hmm. This is the part where you see, you then go on a little bit and you see the pirate ship flying off into the sky with a trail of pixie dust in its wake. And the Neverland mermaids looking up, gazing at them as they fly away. And that is how the ride ends. Nice. Now, a lot of times I can be super critical of Disneyland, especially when they change things. Because aside from being a fan of Disney and Disneyland, I'm a fan of the nostalgia that it brings. So sometimes I feel like when they change things, they're robbing me of that nostalgia. Because I don't know if you know this, it's all about me.
0: It's true. Well, as the rider, I mean, you know. Um,
1: Now, in regards to this particular ride, especially with the changes they made in the 80s, I think they did an outstanding job. I was never able to ride the original version, but as it was removed before I was born. But I feel like I have a pretty good idea after reading and doing the research for this, like what that ride sort of entailed. And uh, I think they took something that was functioning and made it fantastic. It tells a complete story now, and I love that. In 2015, Peter Pan closed for refurbishment. At this time, uh, new animatronics of Wendy, John, and Michael were added to the nursery. They now fly above the bed as opposed to before where they were just sitting on John's bed and Wendy was sitting on the chair next to them. New special effects were added to the London and Neverland scenes, such as some projection mapping that lets you follow Tinkerbell. In the initial scene with Peter and the darlings, were added to Big Ben's minute hand in the London scene the biggest change in my opinion is the revamping of Neverland the, the the volcano and the rainbows were it was almost like before they were a regular tv from the 1990s and now they're a 4k tv like okay. the colors are so much more vibrant and and just there's it's it's so much better and I, and you know I didn't even notice that as much like, I call myself such a huge fan of this ride, and I remember this. I remember when they did this uh, remodel, and I remember riding it afterwards and being like, oh, they changed this. Oh, there's pixie dust on the, the boat, blah, blah, blah. It's great. I don't remember even noticing this. It's almost like they took something that was in my brain, and they made it better. And my brain just automatically assumed that it was always that good. Right. But then watch, I watched two ride-throughs in preparation. And one of them was from nine years ago and one of them was from two years ago. So you can see the two different versions of Neverland and it's astounding. So if you have the opportunity to waste your time and watch those two ride throughs, I would suggest it. Cause it's actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. But that is the history of Peter Pan.
0: All right. I love it. Good job, Bev. Good job. Right, Bev. I wonder what they're going to do with the, uh, the native scene. Because, you know, you're right. We don't know that they're in America. I mean, we assume right. that they are because of the way the natives, you know, the TPs and the way that they're dressed and all that kind of stuff. That's the assumption. I don't think like European natives did that. But I mean, you know what I mean? I think they were, you know, different. Uh, so I, you imagine that they're in America. But what are they? I wonder what they're I wonder if they're going to take them out.
2: To make it more culturally appropriate.
0: Yeah. To, to remove them, I, which I, I do find sort of like Thank ironic you. where it's like the, the the appropriate culture is to remove them in, entirely instead of representing them in the proper way. Let's just pull yep. them out and then make it all about white kids. And then that will just clean everything up.
4: Are they um, inappropriate at all on, on Peter Pan? Yeah, Peter they're
0: Pan like, or? me big
2: chief,
1: me no like you. Okay.
2: You know what I mean? Do they have the What Makes the Red Man Red song on Peter Pan, or did they remove that?
1: No, it is that. not on the ride.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: And they're very, like, if you ever watch old, like, movies, like, color movies, like, westerns from the 60s or 70s, where the men are just, like, maroon paint. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's that, they're, like, that color. They're, like, a like a yeah. burnt sienna. And it's, like, what, people don't look like, what are you talking about? What is this? Yeah. So yeah, it's. A, I mean, there's there's an offensive aspect to it for sure, um, definitely. But I guess you can't really change it because then it doesn't fit the movie. But if it's if it's um, offensive in the movie, I don't know. I would hate to. I would I would hate to be on that
4: <laughs> that panel. Yeah,
0: I just yeah. I couldn't yeah. deal with it. Um. All right. Good stuff, Bev. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. Sorry about the audio.
0: Yeah, it's okay. We'll we'll figure it out. You know what? Worst case scenario, when you get back, I will just have you re-record it.
1: Totally.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. You can turn your camera on again, because it didn't help at all. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, it just didn't help at all. So I'm just like sitting here going, Oh god, I got all this work to do.
1: I'm sorry. It's okay, man.
0: It's okay. Uh it's okay. It's all right. Uh Terrence, my brother. You went to the parks.
2: I went to the park.
0: Tell me so, about it, dude. Uh, How was that?
2: It was amazing. So a our, our friend of the show, Brett, uh, Disney and digital, um, he and his wife, Katrina, went to Disney World with, um, with their kids, uh, mm-hmm. 18-year-old and 14-year-old girls, and I guess the entire time they were in Disney World, the girls bickered. And so when tickets came up for Disneyland, they decided to get four tickets since they have four people in their family, and then they decided, <laughs> you know, we don't want to go with our kids. And so he called me up. Yeah, he called me up and said, would you like to go, um, would you and Becca like to go instead of the kids? And, of course, we said yes, because that also meant that we didn't have to take our kids. So we had one day, one day in the park, one day. And so um, we got there on a Tuesday afternoon, uh, dinner at Ralph Brennan's and then Trader Sam's. Uh, The next morning, we wake up at five fifteen, and we're down in line um by six o'clock um wait in yeah, the morning we, in a.m
0: you're in line for what
2: we're in line at the security checkpoint to be able to go into the park
0: what time does the park okay. open what time does the gate open
2: so so the park the gates opened at seven seven thirty you're able to get inside of the park you're able to get into the Esplanade at seven o'clock. I'm okay. sorry, at seven seven ten. Okay, um, and so we were probably thirty people deep on our side on the what would that be, harbor Is it Harborway? The Harborway side. Okay. I don't know how bad it was on the DCA side, on the um, downtown district side. Okay. But um, seven a.m. hits. Everyone pulls out their phones. Everyone's trying to get into a virtual queue <laughs> yeah. for either web sl- slingers or for Rise. Writers. Yeah. And we got into the virtual queue for Rise. Okay. Uh, which is already amazing. So um, about so 730, we are at the gate. Becca and Katrina, they show up and we go in. And now we're waiting on Main Street and it's time for Rope Drop. Rope Drop hits. We have about an hour and a half to two hours at this point until our virtual queue is up. And so we go immediately to the most updated ride in the park, the jungle cruise. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yes. All right. How was that? How was the new updated jungle cruise? Because I have opinions, but I've also heard uh, things that are counter to my opinion, which is very weird.
2: So I'm, it's, this is going to sound critical, Mm Mm-hmm. I am just prefacing it with it. It's going to sound critical. Let's get
0: critical, uh, critical.
2: <laughs> I won't <wanna> get... again. <laughs> uh, I was honestly really disappointed by what they did. Yeah. And because it, it felt extremely shoehorned. And so I sent, uh, sent some pictures to, uh, to our, our group chat earlier. Um, and I'll, and but I'm I'm looking at the at the pictures, and so there was a picture of um, there was the totem pole, where you would have um, the the natives or the people who would be um, giving the you know helping out with the safari guide, and the safari guide or or the explorers at the very top, mm-hmm. and this was deemed as extremely racist, and so they changed it, and it is now the most diverse thing. I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah. They got one of every like, flavor.
2: Like
1: it's almost comically. So like it's,
2: it's obvious.
0: It's, it's very it's, obvious it's where it's like, this is obvious. done to include everybody. And inclusion is great. We love it. But sometimes the reality is different than what the inclusion might be. So, you know, there's, there's every race represented on this totem pole. And yeah, sometimes when it's ham fisted like that, it's, 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 it, I feel like it does more damage. I'm, it seems,
1: seems disingenuous. Like it it's does. only there. Yeah, it does. To be there, not because it's very
2: disingenuous. Like yeah. things like
1: that are good when they're organic and they come naturally, and they're actually inclusive. inclusive. If you change something and make it inclusive, well, you're just fixing the part that you sucked at.
0: I will say that there's uh, well, still a white person at the top.
2: There is. There's a, so from so they from, didn't bottom, really fix it. from bottom to top, I'm sorry. From bottom to top, there is. Um, a, a, a white male with a uh, flotation device on. It looks like it's an African American male above him, um, and then above that person, there looks like there's an a, um, a Native American woman. Above the Native American woman, there's an Asian, um, an Asian man, and above the Asian man, there's a white woman at the very top.
0: I will and, say the white woman's redheaded, so there is
2: so. And There's a ginger in there as well, so it just seems <laughs> it seems so, so why? Like just, I mean, I, I know I, I get the why, but it's still why? And so there are a couple of updated scenes, um, one of which is the new Trader Sam area, and it's now instead of being at Trader Sam, um, who is a, a headhunter, is now Trader Sam's gift shop. And for some reason, one of the gifts that they're looking, and this is spoiler alert if you haven't been on there, um, is a uh, Rudolph Christmas sweater. And so I, I put a picture of this on my um, Instagram story. I got a message from one of my friends. She's a skipper. And she said that she was on the ride. She was a skipper on the ride the previous day, and this wasn't there. It was like brand spanking new. And she did not like it either. And it, so it's just it's not it's weird. It's
4: it looks so out of place in the photo you sent. It does. Like it's it's it does. bright red amongst like all the browns and like it's just it looks honestly terrible. It's terrible. It, I wish it didn't. People, like because the other yeah. thing was what they replaced this with was very cool, albeit maybe offensive to somebody, a person I'm sure, but right. the this replacing it is just not a uh, I just, I, I'm disappointed in that.
2: Yeah. I agree. I agree. And so it was, it was something this would be, that scene would be great for Jingle Cruise, not as much for Jungle Cruise. I just, yeah. I was.
0: I wonder if it was dropped in there as like a little, oh, we're going to bring back Jingle Cruise, guys. That's Here it what comes. I was wondering. You know, like too, a little teaser. But it's friggin' July.
4: Christmas in July?
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I think that they got to do it, but also it's so brand new When you go there, you're not going to want to see, I don't know, I I guess it's not like they swap out animatronics for it, but uh, yeah, you know, I was reading some some article about like this person's thought on why Jungle Cruise needed to change. And they brought up like some, you know, some good points where it's like, obviously it's stuff we've talked about, like this is the mentality of the 50s and things have progressed and it's changed. And it's one of the, the only rides that hasn't really changed a whole lot. But also, you know, to yeah. advance story and whatever. So I, I like that the ride has been refreshed. But again, it's it's well, the same thing we've already covered. I just I don't think they needed to really go this hard at it, um, because yeah. now it's like
2: eh, I don't know. For me, it was I always agree.
0: sort of meh anyway.
2: I agree. I agree. So we're hmm. off the ride. Yeah. Um, our it's time to go to Rise of the Resistance, which broke down while we Oof. were in the queue Hell yeah. as well. Um, but do you? what made it just say that this is the most amazing ride I've ever been on in my life. Or do you want me to give you details of why this is the most amazing ride I've ever been on in my life? Yes. Details. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be some spoilers if you haven't been in there, been there. So, um, man, so you, <laughs> you're, this is, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. So you have a room that you go in that is reminiscent of what you would see in the um, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission: Breakout, where you're yeah. in what used to be the library room, and you have this whole scene where Rocket's now explaining to you what's going to happen. Except at this point, it's BB-8, and it's a hologram of Ray, with different characters from the movie coming up on the screen, and they tell you you need to get into this escape vehicle immediately. And so the doors open, and you're shuttled into this this, this escape shuttle you're in the escape shuttle you look you, you look in front of you and you're seeing what you would see out of the front window of a spaceship and what you would see behind you is what you would see out of the back and there's it's not admiral akbar but it was the same kind of creature looks like him and you're there's another show you're still in the queue mighty you. you're still in the queue <laughs> and there's another show that happens in there where you realize you are in a motion simulator and it is simulating taking you into space to try to get away from the imperial um, star destroyer that's that's right there. Um, and yet the star destroyer gets you in its tractor beam, takes you on the deck, and the doors to the ship open, but it's still it's the same doors you just walked through. You walk through the right part of the ship. Mm-hmm. You're in the tractor beam. You're now captured and on the Imperial Star Destroyer, and the same doors you just walked through open, and yet now you're on the deck of the Imperial Star Destroyer. Wow. With 50 stormtroopers there. They take you, um, gosh, it sounds like this is, this ride's amazing. They take you into a cell. Like they're really, really, um, really. (laughs) They're really into their character the way that they used to be on Tower of Terror back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, except for when we got to this point the first time and the ride broke down, one of the Imperial people was like, oh, great. Here we go again. And then we <laughs> its it totally wow. no character. All right, cool. But anyway, so so they take you into a cell. You're waiting in the cell to be interrogated by Kylo Ren. Then all of a sudden you see uh, that the wall, part of the wall, of the cells being cut open. The wall, the, that part of the wall flings open and there's the ride operator saying, come on, go, go, go. And you get onto the, your, your little, um, your vehicle. And that's when the ride actually starts. And if you've seen all the ride throughs, the ride is amazing. Effects look just as good in person as they do on video. if not better. Um, and it, it's just so immersive. It is taken every single element they've put in rides Minus water and added to this, you have it's a dark ride. It has um, there's a motion simulator. There's a drop like Tower of Terror. There's every single element is added to this. So um, anyway, we get off this ride. My mind's blown. Uh, We look over. Smuggler's Run has a 15 minute wait. We go on Smuggler's Run. I actually enjoyed it.
0: You enjoyed Smuggler's Run.
2: Yes, I actually did. I actually did. What changed? What do you uh, think? What do you think changed? charge up and down. I don't think it even changed. I think that I was never once so excited to be in Disneyland. Heart, My absence made the heart grow fonder, man. I was so excited to be in or Disneyland. Or forgetful. Um, but but it was fun because – no, it was fun because it was just not a um, – there were – I'd never been on it before. It's my first time. Um, but it was just the four of us in there. There was no one yelling at us that we're doing it wrong. And I had a pretty <laughs> – Cool. Am I? I had a pretty cool um, thing. I'm just going up and down, and then I'm doing the you, hyperspace thing in the J. So you were the so pilot. I that. Um, yeah. And oh, well, that's why I was one of the pilots. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's why.
4: That's why you had fun.
0: Yeah. Fact, I, I pushed. Didn't like it, I, pushed a, I pushed I pushed a, a button. Yeah. That's <laughs> the boringest one. Yeah. You're like cool.
4: Yeah. But being yeah. a pilot, I could see I can that. See being that. Fun. I can
2: completely see that. Yeah.
0: You know what they should have done? Could, they yeah. should have a bank. Of like 20 per car, and everybody is the pilot because that's all you really want to do. It's like in any video game, you want to control the thing, you want to drive the car in GTA, you want to pilot the thing and the other thing. No one wants to be the gunner.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true.
0: We'll be right back on Ears Up. And now back to the show that's more fun than waiting in line for Peter Pan on a hot August Anaheim day. Ears up.
2: Anyway, so um, so we so at noon we go on we get another virtual queue for Web Slingers, which is great. Uh, we decide to head over to DCA and we visit Avengers Campus because you don't have to wait in line anymore. Mm-hmm. And the Avengers Campus looks amazing, but uh the Pims restaurant like the um ant-man restaurant it was so busy we couldn't even get inside really we just asked if we could walk inside and look around but it was too busy to even get anything did you get a shawarma uh, walking around that area the area is pretty uh no bro no
0: you're not a shawarma boy
2: no it's not that i'm not it's just this it was it was packed in there it was packed in there um in the entire land, but looking around at the land, the land is really themed well and it ties itself into Avengers Tower well. And then we got to see the actual animatronic uh, Spider Man fly through the air as well, which is amazing. Um, that was cool. Then we got, went on Web Slingers. Web Slingers was okay. I mean, it was it was really, um, it was extremely immersive. Like all of the cues that they're creating now are are immersive. It'll sure. be like Walt would be grinning from ear to ear because it will be the best walkthrough ever like just all these cues
0: um what's Um, better toy story or web
2: slingers so i would say that i actually do still like midway mania more than web slingers web slingers has some really cool tech that's awesome um but the accessibility to the ride uh versus toy story mania and then it actually took me probably a scene to a scene and a half to really figure out what I was doing with the ride. Um, and Midway Mania, you know, you know what to do and you know what to look for. Well um, so here I thought it was really here's the thing. Yeah, so that,
0: on Midway Mania they 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 give you a practice and they tell you what to do and then they let you practice with the pies, right? When you're pulling the string of the pies. Yeah. Do they do that with web slingers or they're like, here so, you go. And so you're sort of wasting your first trip figuring out what the hell's going on. So you can't even look yeah. around.
2: I don't like it. Yeah, they, ex- they oh explain it. They explain it. They're using a lot of um, uh, projection technology and mm-hmm. almost hologram and the cues. And so there's an entire portion of the cue where uh, Peter Parker is explaining to you exactly what to do. But then my my mind, everyone's mind is like you're expecting something. You, you're expecting something on your hand. Yeah. And so when you start going like this and you're seeing the webs fly, sometimes – because of the way that they're doing it, where they are, sometimes if your hand's too close to the person next to you, your you, it doesn't pick yours up. And so you mm-hmm. have to, like, fine-tune it yourself to be able to, be, to get it to work. And it took a while to get to that point. It took probably, like I said, about a scene and a half to get it to work. Okay. But overall, still a great ride, but I still would say Midway's better. Um, and then we just kind of bounced around, had dinner at Carthay, and then fireworks, and then...
3: That
0: was kind yeah, of it. Traders. Yeah, right. that
2: was kind of it. How was, it was the crowd? Good, it
0: was a good Crowd all right? I mean, I know Given Marvel Land is, is packed, but what, what about the rest of the parks?
2: I would say it was probably the thinnest crowd I've ever seen at Disneyland.
4: Wow. Nice. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. And so it was good. It was a good day, but we were there from 6 a.m. And we headed back to our hotel at 11 p.m.
4: That is insane.
0: Barf,
2: dude. Got it. You have one day. You got one day.
0: If you had one, one day,
2: (laughs) you only got one
4: day.
0: You only got one day. Don't miss your chance to go to Marvel land and eat a shwarmer.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It was great though. It was, it was great. I would do it again. Really appreciated the the chance to go.
0: Cool. That's neat, man. That's cool. Well, we're running up against it. So I'm, I was going to do Disney news, but I'll just do it. I'll save it for the secret show. So you Patreon people, uh, the link is in Patreon. So go grab that. Jump in in a couple minutes, and uh, I'll just leave it live, and you guys can just chat or whatever. I did get a cool um, uh, feedback, a little piece of feedback just now from someone called Cody. And uh, hopefully he wanted this red on the air, and because um, I'm going to do it. Hello, other fellow full-grown Disneyland fans. <laughs> just wanted to sing the praises of Ears and more specifically, Jimmy, our personal concierge. That's right. Jimmy from the Supreme Resort and Scraping the Vault is a concierge. Wow. And he's, uh, he's booking people left, right, and center. So, uh, you know, kudos to Jimmy. Uh, my wife and three kids and I recently returned from our trip to Disneyland. Four solid days in the park. Jimmy made it so easy to book hotel and park reservations. And it was awesome at assisting us with our last minute changes. So, Cody sounds like a very high maintenance person. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, also, I thought I'd run a ride overlay by you all. Now, Terrence, specifically, I think you're going to like this. If I remember correctly, I think this was you. Um... Here's a ride overlay. While waiting in the line for Matterhorn, my 11-year-old daughter, Lily, said, Dad, they should turn the Matterhorn into a cool runnings ride. Yes! Yes! yes. Upon further armchair imagineering, we determined that a giant animatronic John Candy would live where the Yeti currently is. Yes. My kid is a genius. This IP is just waiting to be we tapped. We've, we've we've talked about this on the show. We
4: have. And was I it wouldn't...
0: you or was it Terrence? Was it Taryn or Terrence? It was could, one of you.
4: I'll, we could both take it. I don't know. I feel like it was me, but I, think I don't both know. Both agreed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. I would enjoy that ride more if it were themed that way.
0: For sure. Well, and the the, oh. the the queue starts right near the beach. <laughs> uh, thanks for all the great content without all the cringe of other Disney podcasts. Well, Cody, if you go read our iTunes <laughs> reviews, you're gonna you're gonna not really love it. Uh, I just subscribed to the Secret Show. Welcome, Cody. Hey, hopefully we'll see you tonight, bud. Um, Also, we wanted to say uh, Dave from Dave Land was awesome. Please have that guy back. Thanks again for everything you are real pros. Uh, Love and kisses, he says. Uh, No, I'm (laughs) kidding. Uh, He says Cody. Um, Actually, interestingly enough, we have been talking with uh, Dave, and I think we've come up with a new segment. So Dave from DaveLandWeb.com. Oh, I don't have the schedule in front of me. Dave will be coming back, I believe, in August to do a sort of a photo slash history on forgotten, like long forgotten things. Oh, cool. So you YouTubers, when you're watching us live in the chat or even afterwards, you can go back and look at these images. I'll be linking them also in the show descriptions. So if you don't want to go through and see us, you can at least link back to the photos that we're talking about um, on DaveLandWeb.com. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, I think that'll be fun. And Dave had a good time, and uh, everyone was really kind to him in the chat and stuff like that. So uh, he wanted to come back and and work for me for free. So I love Not No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, but uh, Dave was great. Dave was awesome, and um, it was a good time.
4: Dave was you. I know. Dave literally know. was just you, but older.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, which is why I liked him. Yeah. There's a lesson in there somewhere for you, for everybody. So narcissists. Yeah. There's a lesson in there for everybody. (laughs) Be more like me. You want me to like you? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Time for fact of the show. The people mover was a term coined by Walt, actually. It was only meant as a temporary title until something better came along. But the team who designed the ride ran out of time. And the name people mover stuck.
4: That actually makes a lot of sense because it sounds like a placeholder name.
3: <laughs> it
0: really does. Oh, the people people mover? Yeah. Let's do that for now. <laughs> we'll come back <laughs> to it. But I, I like that fact because it's it's a Walt term. And I don't know. I yeah. think it's neat. Um, anyway, thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Thank you again to Tom Amin. You go to TomAminMusic.com. Grab his new album. Bev, thank you very much for your history of Peter Pan. Terrence. Thank you very much for your, your park rundown and uh, you know all the fun you had on Web Slingers. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't get a shawarma, fine. though. I'm disappointed in you, buddy. Sorry, man. It's all right. It happens. And don't forget, everybody, to ask for the 21st Amendment beers wherever you find good craft beer, like in and around DCA. All right, everyone. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And until next time, we'll see you in the parks.